Alright, so we're back at home after uh, our second successful uh, excursion of exploration and tracking. Uh, we encountered a red dragon, so I guess I know there's a red dragon somewhere in the area. Um, and we cleared, we cleared two hexes. I'm just gonna see what we get for uh, clear a hex. Um, yeah, if you clear a hex around town, that's good for two character points. That's great. Two CPs. We cleared uh, E5. We cleared another one. Uh, so that's good for one character point. Um, and we cleared a path um, to a trade partner. So that's worth two character points. Right there. So an additional two character points. Wow, these guys... <laughs> Nobody's died. Nobody's even been attacked. This is unprecedented uh, for my luck, anyways. Um, yeah, we explored... Uh, okay, so we're two of five. Explored. Character points there. Clear, okay. We clear ruins. Oh, yeah. Clear tomb ruins. There's that tomb we should investigate, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I think it'd be much more worth our time. A lot safer, too. Let's just go on a diplomatic uh, mission here. I think that's what they should maybe do next. Um, anyways. So we've got a total of... Um, Clear path to trade partners. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's not two. That's uh, find trade partners. And, yeah, find trade partners is two. I haven't done that yet, right? Yeah, once we get them to agree. Yeah, it's worth two points, okay? Yes, so we, yeah, we get more experience in that. We get one uh, character point for clearing the hex. Um, if we complete the clear, clear a path, we complete it to the um, partners, um, we get uh, an additional um, three character points. Oh, no, it's uh, just the number of hexes cleared. So an additional two. So we've got that. Um, and we get 2,000 gold per hex. <laughs> 4,000 GP. For, for clearing the way. Uh, and the fact that we found the trade partner. Um, yeah. Wow, uh, that's another two character points. Wow, we just we just lucked into that. What a what a change that is. Okay, so we've got uh, four, five, six, seven, seven character points and four thousand gold. <laughs> I feel like this isn't a fair depiction of how uh, how this game goes. 
if anybody else is using my procedures and, and playing this out the way I did, I'm, I'm sorry, you're probably not gonna get this lucky. Uh, yeah, wow, okay. So seven character points each. Let's get our little buddies up here. Um, what are we gonna do? This is, uh, need some life guide uh, advice here for each of these guys. Seven character points, that's huge. So what do they wanna do with their lives? So this guy goes up to eight total. He's accumulated eight total, he's got seven to spend. They've all got eight total, seven to spend. I keep track of their, their total because uh, that's how I track level in this. Uh, every 20 points accumulated, you go up a level, like in D&D terms. Um, and it turns out to be a fairly a fairly close uh, comparison for monsters and treasure or anything like that. That uh, if the description tells you um, the description of the item or something relies on level. It's just interesting as well to see, <laughs> to compare your, your characters to your D&D your characters. Um, and do mental exercises of if they're in a fight, who would win, blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay, so, um, wow. Let's look at these guys. This guy, Bingle, Bingle the Halfling, Bingledorf, he, he's a fighter. He's high health, high hit points, high strength. Uh, I want him to be the frontline man. <laughs> it's funny that he's the shortest of the group. And the tiniest, uh, his size, uh, little size modifier, minus one, is harder to hit. Um, he's gonna be the fighter, so we're gonna buy him up, buy him up some uh, skills for fighting. I'm gonna uh, give him shield. Of, uh... Oh gee. Uh, Got seven points. Um, give him shield, uh, spear. Yeah, I'll put spear up too. Let's sink all his points into um, shield and spear. So we'll just take a week off. Um, we'll stay at home for one week. It takes. I typically just um, say it takes a week to improve your skills. If you're going to do any serious leveling up. That's still pretty quick. He spends a week practicing with a shield and spear. We'll blow all seven character points. Um, okay, so um, one and then two is three and then four. Yeah, so seven. Oh, no, I want to split that between shield and spear. So I'll put shield up. I'll put three points into shield. That would give him two levels of it. Um... That'll be a uh, dex plus one, I do believe. Is shield easy? I think it is. Uh, using a shield's easy, right? Dexterity easy? It is, yes it is. Makes sense too. So he's got, um, wow, dex plus two. So he's got a shield of 13. That's pretty impressive. That gives him a, sh a block ability of um, nine. Well, nine, until we buy him a shield. I'm gonna buy him a small shield, because he's small. That's all he can probably 
handle. Um, so it's a DB of one. So that'll uh, put his block up to 10. Block is nine, 10 with that, with that shield. That's pretty cool. Um, four points left. That's not gonna work out evenly, is it? Uh, maybe I'll leave him with two points. Um, so I'll put two points, two more points into spear. So that'll put him up to a spear skill of 11. Um, so Bingledorf the Halfling Shoe Shiner. Um, he is now. <laughs> it's official. He's now a fighter. <laughs> He used to be a shoe shiner. He's our frontline fighter now. I still have two points uh, left over. Why don't I sink that into hit points? Every bit counts for my front man. Uh, it'd be nice to get him something like high pain threshold. Uh -huh. uh, one hit points cost? I think they're two, right? Did I not write that down? Yeah, I didn't make a note. Yep, hit points are two. Fatigue costs one. Three. Yep. Let's spend his last two points and give him 16 hit points now. That's one tough little halfling. 16 hit points. Okay. Moving right along. Richter the Dwarven Shepherd. Um, willpower of seven. Um, what are we thinking here? He's kind of a nice all-rounder. He's just kind of an average dude. He'd be maybe okay as a uh, as a cleric. Um, his willpower isn't high. Not high. He's not the worst in the group, though. Everybody's got seven, five, five willpower, seven, five willpower, seven. This guy's got ten. I'm gonna make this guy. He's gonna start being the cleric. Gonna start working towards cleric. Uh. He's got decent strength, slightly under average dexterity, but his IQ is average, so he's not going to be too hampered for spell casting. Nobody else is real smart here, so this is our cleric. I like it. He's got a staff already. Let's give him a shield. Actually, um, let's give him a mace. Give him a mace skill, too. So that would be. Um, Three and three. Three points into each. To give him two levels. So uh, shield would be DX plus two. So he's got a shield of 11. He's got a mace of 10. And I have one point left. And I had mentioned about uh, stealth. So um, let's give him stealth. And one. The dexterity uh, average, so that's um, uh, dexterity minus one, so that'd be eight. And we're gonna buy this guy some armor, a shield, mace. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't buy that. Yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna give this guy uh, what do we want? Should we give him a large, large shield, maybe? Could he take? Yeah, large shield. What's the what's the weight on that? I don't want to 
slow him down too much. He's not super strong. Um, shield, yeah, 25 pounds. Yeah, that would put him, yeah, it would slow him down. He's gonna take a medium shield. That'll help. That's a nice uh, defense bonus. Defense bone of two, and that'll give him a shield block. Okay, so his shield ability gives him a uh, five. So he's eight, block of eight with his shield, rock and a 10. Very nice. Okay, and that's uh, 15 pounds, 15 pounds, and the small shield that was eight for Grindeldorf. Eight pounds, okay, he's, he's strong though, so he'll be all right. Okay, get the guy a mace. I'll drop that staff he's been using. Give him a heavy mace. Well, just a, a normal mace, one-handed mace. Um, and that is uh, swing plus three damage. Love it. And that's five pounds. Okay, we're taking on some weight now, but it's all good. Needs a strength of 12 to use that. <laughs> okay, it's a small mace. Make that a small mace. He's not quite strong enough for the heavy mace. <laughs> um, okay, so that's a small mace. Swing plus two. And that's good. It's it's lighter. <laughs> Can't have fat. Strength is one too low. That's alright. Okay, so his experience are used up. That's that's a that's a good character right there. I like him. He's cool. Richter. Brother Richter, the cleric. Okay, we've got these two clowns now. Um Wow, what to do with the two humans. They're kind of subpar. Herbert the Milliner, he's got his 12 dexterity and a 10 strength. He's only got five hit points. Um, we've got no magic user candidates here. No wizards. I'm thinking Davis the Moneylender should be a thief. A thief rogue type that high dexterity uh, good hit points weak strength um, yeah and then there's Herbert okay he's gonna be a fighter too he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be the bowman that's what he's gonna be now <laughs> it'd be a long a long road to try and make one of these guys a wizards a wizard we could do it 20 wow need a 20 character points to put up IQ um, ah I really want to do the the classic four man party Fighter, thief, cleric, magic user, but uh, might not be in the cards here. Let's make it interesting. We'll go with the fighter. This guy's a fighter now. We use um, all seven of his character points too. Let's blow them all. Um, gonna give him short bow. 
stats for that one too, actually. Yeah, short bow. A regular bow. Strength of 10 is required for a regular bow. Yeah, we'll go with that. So we'll go with bow. I'm gonna give him uh give him a short sword. Ability. He will end up in a fight. Up close, I'm sure. Um Uh, yeah, so that'd be, uh, oof, nice, but his hit points up, but let's get him dealing damage first here. Okay. So three and three, and then one point into stealth as well. Um, we've got, uh, Rifter tracking, so. You can track. Nobody has survival skill, but hopefully we won't need that. We're not. We're gonna stick close to town. Uh, so <laughs> stealth with one. So that's dexterity average. So that gives him an 11 in stealth. Um, dexterity average for the bow. That'll give him uh, an 11 in bow and an 11 in short sword. That's cool. Um, yeah, he still got those five hit points. Hey, eh? that's painful. That's gonna suck. Be him. Okay, we'll buy him a short sword. We'll buy him a bow. A regular bow. And I think we should get this guy some leather armor. It's a DRO2. Oh, wait. Write that up here. DRO2 leather armor. That's just torso. Uh, and. What's the weight on the leather armor? Actually, let's give him a chain. How, how much is a chain shirt weigh? 16 pounds, right? Hmm. It's really good protection on a chain shirt. The leather is, uh, leather armor is 10. Uh, yeah, let's give him chain shirt chain mail four slash two That's 16 pounds nice uh, and last but not least is davis the human money lender he is uh he's gonna be our thief he's got that 13 dexterity naturally so he uses a dagger. He's got a short bow now uh, that he uses. Um, with a skill of 13 in that, which ain't bad. And uh, no armor for him. That was a grave error. Not 4,000 gold pieces, uh, but 100 gold pieces has been awarded for the um, discovery. Uh, sorry, for the clearing of the uh, path straight to a trading partner. It is based on the base economy value of the settlement discovered, and in this case it was a Thorpe. So there's a, a much smaller payoff than what I had. So uh, we end up with the uh, Bingledorf, the halfling shoeshiner, now fighter. He was able to afford a spear, a small shield, and leather armor. Huge upgrade, awesome. Uh, Richter the Dwarven Shepherd, now Cleric. Well, he 
he's just a fighter at this point with a mace. He's got no cleric abilities yet. That's going to cost some points. He's got a mace, um, a small mace at that. He's not strong enough to wield a full, a normal mace. Uh, and he's got leather armor and a medium shield. Uh, Herbert the milliner, the human milliner. Uh, he's going to be my ranged fighter with his dexterity of 12. He's got a, he, all he could afford was a large knife and a regular bow. No armor. And last but not least, Davis the human moneylender. He's going to be our thief with dexterity of 13. And a, real low strength so he's got a i bought him leather armor and a short bow and 20 arrows so we're outfitted pretty good no longer does bingledorf have to uh try to strangle his opponents with that garret well with that shoe shining rag is what he had all right so it's been uh, a week and i think it's time they set out day one I'll get a backpack full of rations. Good for another seven days. And what are we gonna do? We got this. We've found word of a hill giant lair in this hex to the southwest of town. We don't want to touch that, I don't think. So maybe we should, uh, maybe let's just explore around it. Maybe we can learn some more info, get a little more experience maybe. There's these, this uh, tomb that we discovered too. Uh, I'm a little frightened to go into that, especially without a cleric. There's always a chance of skeletons on the random tables. So let's go, um, let's head south, east to G, uh, what is that, G6. Okay, so that's hills, we've been there already. And we roll for a random encounter. Five. We're safe. We use two movement points of our... What's our slowest guy? Four movement points. <laughs> we head... Uh, continue. Uh, south. West. No random encounter. We'll roll for point of interest. Nothing. And let's, uh, let's see what the terrain is. Oh. One. one goes into swamp and one dense jungle. Wow. Dense forest or jungle swamp. Yikes. Okay, so we descend into the swamp. That's densely forested. That's brutal for movement. Okay, and we move to of four into dense swamp okay and <laughs> we spend the night in a swamp Whew, no random encounter yet uh next day day two we have to roll random encounter again nothing okay we get out of the swamp and then we'll go Let's go straight west, and we'll explore uh, E7. Let's see what's there. Uh, random encounter roll, nothing. Do we see any points of interest? Nothing. 
kind of terrain we dealing with here? Swamp. Oh, the plains. Find some plains. That's nice. Okay. Six and two. That's a dense, densely forested plains. Okay. Um, so two, four, and then. Okay, we have two of four. And we have to make camp, night camp. Oh, I'll draw that on the, on the map. There we go, a couple trees and night camp. Whew. No random encounters. Okay. <sighs> okay, I'm thinking, okay, we're gonna go here. We'll go exploring to the west again. And maybe we can make camp with the elves. <laughs> I don't know. That might be uh, a little presumptuous on our part. Okay. Heading west to D7. And we go into, back into swamp. Okay. No fun. Dense swamp again. Okay. Okay, so we had to spend okay one uh, movement or two movement points to get out of the densely forested area, and then we used uh, two of our four to get halfway into the swamp, and then <laughs> we have to make camp again. Wow. Okay. Uh, we'll check for point of interest. Nothing. And okay, no encounter. And then we make camp, night encounter. That's a big fat one. We've got ourselves an encounter. A night encounter. The worst kind. Okay. Uh, let's see whose watch it is. Each guy takes one two hour watch. Four guys. Uh, so we get uh, eight hours rest. Let's see. Who the lucky guy is one that's on Bingledorf's Bingledorf's watch where we are approached by let's see what it is um, it's a swimmer of some type some type of swimmer yikes Seems creepy. And with D12, it's a, <laughs> a large crocodile. Okay. Night encounter. Large crocodile. Write that in. Alright, the crocodile um, approaches. Let's see who sees the other first. Well, he probably sniffs them out, um, being at night and all. Roll a stealth. Stealth for the crocodile. It's 10, so it's 212. And Bingledorf on watch. He's got a perception of 14. Wow. And he rolls an 8. Bingledorf, Hawkeyes. He sees the... He notices the thing approaching. 
that's amazing. Okay. Um, he's able to, um, okay, uh, with that much, he'll see, he'll see the thing in, uh, let's see how many, how many hexes. Uh, he made it by, um, eight, he's at 14. Wow, he made it by six, so he sees it. And, uh, 10 feet away or more. 20 feet? Say 20 feet? We'll set up for the combat. Do our drop dice uh, for the encounter area. Okay. I'll pull these back on here a bit. And then we just interpret these as our scenery. So the D4s are uh, tree trunks. So there's a four showing there. So that's a, that's a rather large tree. Another four. So that's another like four hex tree trunk. Um, the D6s are brush. Six there, and then we got a, uh, another two here, so that's just another bush. Okay, the D8s are rocks. Do we have any uh, rocks in play here? Yeah. Yeah, there's a four and then seven, so this may be a, uh, a rock. Like a uh, crop. A crop in here. Okay, and then uh, this would be, D10s would be like large boulders. There's a huge boulder sitting here too. Okay, that's a 10 on there. And D12s are uh, more ridge. So this would be a large ridge continuing. Boulder sits on it, on the side of it. Okay, so this is kinda, this would be a level up. Get to high ground, maybe up there if they need to. The rest is just, just low line muck. Uh, check the D20s because they will tell us elevation 14 elevation change down. Yeah, so this there's our 14 over there. So this is all kind of this would be we'll consider this uh, like a rough terrain, a minus one to movement. It's just mucky. And this 10 uh, tells us we've got, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, okay, this is land. Um, it's usually water, but if you're in a swamp, then this is, this is land. A dry, a high spot. So I think, needless to say, these guys are gonna be camped right on this little island, and the rest is just kinda, it's just mucky. Maybe deeper in some places, um, this would be the, would be the deepest so we'll put more lines there this whole side was deeper and the rest is just minus minus one movement instead not for the crocodile okay so here's our guys probably made a little campfire uh, where's Bingledorf uh, right here Bingledorf yeah crocodile probably come up out of the deep water here. The thing's coming, slithering along, and he takes his turn first. He notices it, wakes these guys up. Uh, they're able to scramble uh, awake. Um, it takes three seconds, I think, to put their armor on. Um, yeah, they're gonna start doing that. Um, well, Bingledorf um, stands up with his spear and shield ready to go. Uh, actually, yeah, 
They're not gonna have time for armor. They'll just form up. He's got his mace and shield ready. At least they've got uh, shields that'll help. And we've got our two archers. Um, they'll form up in the back here. Can shoot over the halfling easily enough with the two humans, human archers. So these guys are ready. Uh, and let's roll initiative as the thing closes. I just like to do initiative old school. Uh, it's not a grips rule, but I just each round like to roll, see who gets the upper hand. The thing comes up and gets the first. It comes up slowly and they're ready and then it just suddenly lashes out. So it does get the first strike before they can uh, attack. So let's see who it hits, one or two, uh, one to three. It hits, it attacks Richter, has a 16 to bite, it hits. Richter tries to block with his shield. He needs a 10 or less, he rolls a 11. Unfortunate. Okay, he uh, sees the size of this thing, and he's gonna. I didn't. I didn't call it. I didn't, he should have all out defended. Um, that's okay. I usually let my players actually um, hindsight. Do it hindsight. We can meta game here a bit. He's gonna all out defense, so that will allow him to make it. But he loses his next attack. The thing just chomps down on his uh, shield, thrashing it. Uh, for a 2d8 damage. Play that straight ahead of the monster's stats. Oh, <laughs> 10 damage. 10 damage to the shield. Shield has a DR of 7. Takes 3 damage. I'll just mark that down. 3 damage on the shield. Damage of 3. It's not too hard by any means. But uh, yeah, he put some bite marks in it. Uh, Bingledorf takes his chance. He's gonna strike with his spear. He's got a 12 and 11 spear. He can't do anything fancy. Just trying to hit the thing. And he rolls an eight. That's enough for a hit. The thing doesn't have much of a dodge, but it will try. Uh, it fails to dodge. The thing is, it's, it's thick. This thing is hard to kill. A deer up to and uh, 60 hit points. This thing is massive. And uh, this thing is 20 feet long. Five damage. We've got uh, DR of two, so it's down to three, and that's impaling. So it's doubled, so he does six damage on it. Not bad. 54. We're down to The thing hardly even feels it. The archers. Uh, they're up. Their uh, bow's probably cocked since we had... Well, we only had one turn. They both um, drew their bows. They knock an arrow this turn. <laughs> Next turn, they let loose. Um, uh, Richter, the dwarf, cannot attack. He all they defended. Let's see who goes first this turn. The bad guy goes again. Okay. Crocodile attacks Bingledorf this time. He's angry that he got bit. Uh, yeah, that's enough for a hit. Bingledorf, he's got his shield up. Needs a ten or less. He fails. Oh no. And I... He's, uh, he couldn't even all out defend that and get it. Nine damage. <laughs> Nine damage. Poor Bingledorf. From 16, he goes down. Goes way down to seven. Yikes. Okay, uh, and that's a major wound. He rolls a health check to stay conscious. Well, to not be stunned. He does so. He nails that. He's got a health of 16. He is hurting from that though. Minus four next turn, so he is gonna have no point in all out defending now. Um, 
Okay, and everybody takes a swing. The mace comes down on the thing with a 16 miss. Bingledorf tries to stab the spear. He, he rolls a 10, that's a hit. Do a little more damage, I think this thing. Ooh, six damage, well done, Bingledorf. That's eight damage. That thing felt that. Uh, it's down to 46 hit points. The archers that loose. Bow 11 for Herbert. Oh, that's a nice hit. Seven. Seven damage for him. He gets a thrust plus one damage on that. That's a regular bow. Five. So his thrust is 1d5. So it's six damage. Uh, DR brings it down to four and it's impaling. Another eight damage. Well done, boys. Down to 38. This thing is getting beat on. Okay, here comes Davis with his short bow. Uh, and that's a critical failure. Critical failure. Um, yep, that's going to hit one of our friends. Uh, possibly. Uh, let's say one, two, three, four, five, six misses everybody. Uh, it's a critical failure. We've got to say it's going to hit somebody. One to three. Hits Bengeldorf right in the back. He takes a short bow arrow to the back. Four. Um, oh, this guy's really weak, so it won't be much damage. But oh, not what he needed. A four. Minus three, so that is uh, one damage. Doubled, because poor Bengeldorf's not wearing any armor. He takes an arrow to the back for two damage. Poor Bengeldorf. Poor little halfling friend. Okay, he's down to five hit points. Oh, that's nasty. Okay, things are not going well. Okay, we get the initiative. Oh, man, what can we do? Um, okay, Bingledorf is a third of the way dead. He is half move and half dodge at the moment. Um... These guys, uh, wow. Okay, we've whittled it down to 38. And it is almost half dead. At half dead, I will roll a morale for it. They haven't got there yet. They are going to, um, yeah, they're going to have to step back. They're going to give ground on their defenses. Try and hang in there. Bingledorf, um, he will all defend if he gets attacked. Just gonna try and stand in there. Um. Okay. Let's see who attacks first. It does. Okay. Here comes the attack on. That's successful. On Bingledorf. He's gonna all out defend. Yes, sir. He does so. Yeah. He blocks it. Okay. Richter brings down the mace, 10, hits it right on. Thing tries to dodge, fails, it's a crappy dodger. Okay, that's four plus seven damage to that sucker. Okay, that's, sorry, that's down to 31. 38 down to 31. Oh, so close to half dead, forcing a morale check. Uh, okay, he's out this turn. These guys still loading. Okay, next turn. Ty goes to the companions. Um, 
they'll wait for it to attack it. Hits, barely. Oh. Uh, goes for the dwarf, okay. He's going to, um, he's going to, what can he do? He's just going to step back. Yeah. He's going to give ground, oh, oh. And he gets hit. He fails his, so he steps back. The thing steps up in. Oh, that's not going to be good. Um, okay, three damage. That could have been worse. Okay, three damage to Richter. He's down to eight. Okay, that could have been much worse. He's got a minus three on his next attack. Okay, um... Whew. Okay, these guys will attack now. He uh, will spend the turn readying his mate, his mace, small mace. <sighs> Bengeldorf. Um, wow, buddy. He actually, he can step and get it. Oof, he goes into deep water, though. Um, he can't. Yeah, he's just going to attack from the side there. That's a hit. Uh, crocodile fails to dodge. It's a stab for six. Beauty. Six plus uh, two for the spear. That's eight. Minus two, so six, yeah. Uh, six, then double twelve. That is beauty. Um, uh, things at 31, uh, so it's down to 19. Wow, okay. That's good. Now the archers go. <laughs> um, uh, Davis goes first. There we go. Oh, phew. His arrow flies wide. Um, Herbert here, the milliner. He needs a 11. Oh, he hits. Uh, Crocodile will try to dodge. It's not likely to dodge that. Okay, we've got a 5 for damage. Nice. Um, the bow is um, minus 1, so 4. So that's down to 2 because of the DR, and then doubled to 4 damage. So Crocodile is at 15. Okay, okay. They might be able to take this. Oh no, it goes first, okay. It makes a morale check. It needs a seven or less to stick around. Look at that, it fails. Uh, it turns. It turns and leaves. It can move in the water as fast as it can on land. One, two, three, four. That's where it heads. Um, it had the first attack, so we couldn't the shot in in time. Um, yeah, there's no way we're trudging into that water chasing him. Um, that would be minus one. Uh, oh no, that's yeah, minus one movement until we get to the deep. I guess the deep is over here, and then it's half movement or less. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, nobody's dead. I'd say that was good for one character point for surviving that. They won that encounter. Nobody died. Wow. Okay. Everybody uh, tries to go back to sleep after that. Okay, we're here in D7. 
day four. <laughs> I was kind of joking about going to visit those elves, but um, I think we're gonna have to do that. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to do it. We'll head northeast um, to E6 to visit the dwarves or the elves. So it'll take um, half of our movement just to get. Oh, he's so injured too. He moves at three. Okay, so we take two of our movement to get out of this densely swamp, and we get another random encounter. Brutal. We're moving so slow because of Bingledorf's injuries. And we move at three hexes a day now instead of four. And let's see what we encounter and see if we can evade it. That's all we want to do right now. Stay alive. Um, okay, and five. Humanoids. Three. Dryad. Encounter a dryad. That's interesting. Bengeldorf will not be in the lead currently. His perception is the best, but uh, next perception is uh, Richter, 16 perception. Actually, he's got the best perception. He uh, is watching out as they move, and we roll a 14 for him, the Dryad perception. Oh, 16. Dryad fails. They see the Dryad before it sees them. Interesting, they come upon it somehow, they're just lucky. Uh, and yeah, they evade. Just make a note in the log of that. Um, encounter, dryad, and evade. Okay, well, okay, we enter the hex um, where the elves are. But uh, we. Uh, we can't, we don't know where they live, so we use uh, one point of, uh, it will take three there, and let's see, um, yeah, we don't get there, we have to spend the full three points to traverse and search, okay, so we enter this hex, look for check, uh, check for wandering monster, nothing, then we make camp. No night encounter, thankfully. Okay. It's been a um, 24 hours. Make a heal check. He's not been resting. I always give it to him for free. A health check. They rest, but they didn't. Um, he makes it so he gets one hit point back. Bingledorf is up to six hit points. And that uh, gives him his movement back. That makes all the difference. Okay. Yeah, let's try and go to the elves. Ooh. Okay, we'll do one pass. I don't want to spend too much time trying to find them. We don't have any navigation skills. We do have tracking. Uh, we're good at tracking. Let's try tracking. Track them to their lair. Uh, yes. That is good enough to track them to their lair. Okay, so we approach 
the elves. <laughs> and uh, nobody has any diplomacy or any ability, uh, any social abilities here. So we're just going to roll random reaction and let the guy with the best reaction bonus do the talking. So that's Herbert. He steps up there with his fancy hat. He writes himself. Takes his plus two to reaction. And they approach the tribe of elves. And they are met with a reaction of not bad. 14 plus two, that's a 16. Very good. Okay. Um, okay, track. Uh, elves. Village. Um, that takes the whole day. Um, and get very good reaction. Okay. And this um, entitles them to the following. Uh, if they request for aid, requests for aid are granted unless they are totally unreasonable. The useful inf uh, any useful information NPCs have is volunteered freely. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, so um, they um, ask for just to, they ask to be fed and, and housed so they can stay uh, with the elves. Uh, and it's a very good um, reaction, so the elves will let them stay for, well, let's see, we'd like to f heal up fully, wouldn't we? But uh, let's, how about, um, we'll stay, ask to stay for three days. I think that's reasonable, actually. We won't reroll for that. Stay with elves three days. And that will give us back some hit points. Um, they will take um, three hit points each and roll a quick first aid. Oh, that's a decent roll. So. We'll assume that the elves have uh, first aid of at least 10 or 12. Uh, and we can restore 1d minus 3. Okay, so 1. So you get 4 hit points back. Um, 4 hit points back to Bingledorf. So he's up to 10. And Richter heals fully. Now, with that reaction roll, um, well, I better roll again for a request for information. While they stay with the elves, they ask them what they, if they know anything else uh, about this giant lair. Uh, they let the elves know that they're, they'd like to, uh, appro uh, they'd like to attack that thing, try to kill it, and they could use any information available to them. So since um, they're going to help the elves, I'll give an additional plus two. So it's plus four to this roll, so eight, uh, ten, that's a thirteen. Um, yeah, requests for information are successful. Questions are answered accurately. So um, we'll say that uh, we get a plus two. Um, we get a clue about a giant lair. And that will be a circumstantial um, modifier. I can use any time. It's just a metagaming plot or a metagaming device where I give. Uh, it's it's used for rumors and legends. 
as well. When we don't know what else to divulge to the players, but they do have information that should help them, I just give a uh, bonus that they can cash in at any time. Uh, and it is a, I think it's a plus two or plus four. Clue is plus four, situational bonus. Plus four. Clue. From elves. So they tell, uh, we can explain that by uh, the elves. Maybe uh, they they know the area well. And they, uh, they tell the party exactly how to best approach uh, without being seen perhaps or waylaid the safest route okay so they're fed while they're there um, so they don't use any of their rations um, so it's uh, day eight now and they head home um, they're gonna go northeast to E5 um, yeah, it's a D12 because for a Wonder Monster because it's a cleared hex, and that will take three. Um, and then three of the movement points, and then the last. They'll push on through the night, or into the evening, um, and it will take yeah half. They'll be midnight before they arrive home, but no Wonder Monsters. Oh boy, to home, safe and sound. And they'll stay at home for six days to heal. That's the end of that little trek. Let's uh, add up the character points. We got no money, no character points. Yeah, we got one character point. Uh, we explored um, one, two, three hexes. Three hexes, um, four hexes, four hexes, five hexes. Yep, we just did five. Nice. We just hit our five uh, hexes, and that's another character point. Okay, uh, one CP for that. So we get. Two character points this this adventure. That wasn't too too bad. <laughs> Pretty successful. We uh, let's see here. We explored out of town into the uh, across the hills. Yeah, we discovered more swamp, densely populated swamp, densely forested swamp. I should say. Okay, we'll record some character points and uh, we'll ramp up for our next adventure. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.